Hello everyone and welcome to the to-do list. Today we are going to be talking about one of our favorite cuisines and that is Ethiopian food. Yes, so fragrant, so delicious, so what I'm about. So in New York City, it's pretty easy to come by Ethiopian food and I find that most major cities do have it. So, you know, check around any major cities around you to see if it's available. We talk about three restaurants here in New York. There's about 15 to 20 here, but there's three specifically that we have tried over the last couple years. And we're gonna talk about those and the food in general. So to learn more about Ethiopian food, listen on. Hi, this is Noah. Hey, it's Kimberly, and this is The, the To-Do to -do List. So, this week we are continuing on on a series we've immersed ourselves in, which is an international study of the cuisines of New York City. A food journey, if you will. <laughs> a, a gastronomical enterprise, shall we say. <laughs> and this one we decided to do Ethiopian food. Yay! <laughs> I would say, well, I'm not necessarily the most impartial one when it comes to this cuisine. Unlike, we had done an episode on Dungan cuisine, which neither one of us had had. Yeah. This is one that we are both pretty, would you agree, we're both pretty familiar with this cuisine? We're pretty darn familiar with this cuisine, and a lot more people should be, but we're making up for it. We, for those we are. who aren't. And, and for me, I had had a love of Ethiopian food for a while. When I was in college, actually, we, I was at part of a choir, and we went on a choir tour. And we went out to eat one night in Chicago, and we had Ethiopian food. And it was very um, interesting to me because it was unlike other cuisines I've had in the past. And I remember we each order an individual thing, but then we sat on the floor and shared and like passed it around. It was very communal, very, very inviting and homey, and I very much enjoyed it. So then I actually, Kimberly and I both found out of this an Ethiopian restaurant here in New York City from a mutual friend who's like, mm -hmm. hey, we have to try this. Yep. So. We're, we're going to evaluate a number of Ethiopian restaurants in New York City, but that being said, I think, Cam well, I can speak to myself, but Kimberly, have you had Ethiopian food in other cities across the United States and or I have. With the first experience here in New York, again, um, it's kind of interesting because, of course, I know of Ethiopia, but I had never really thought of the cuisine. It's just not, I, I think a lot of people prior like that. It's like, huh, what? And... It's like I remember the person we went with who suggested it said, how adventurous are you? <laughs> because I, I think people see it as a little bit as adventurous. Why? I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. What the heck? But um, <laughs> And so it's kind of Ethiopian food. What to say? Because there's some people who are listening who may have never had it. And so it's kind of like how do you describe it? Uh, for me, I'm going to say Go you've had Indian food. Now, it, 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 it is not Indian food, but if you've been to Indian restaurants and you order something and it, it, it tends to, um, it, it tends to be kind of like that consistency in a lot of ways where it isn't like, oh, here, put it on noodles or put it on rice. It isn't like that. It very much is like, oh, its own little dish, if that makes sense. And I think at one point you would, your father's Mexican, and at one point you uh -huh. thought he would like it because you're like, oh, yeah, they eat with their hands a lot or something. You like this to be up his alley? What was um, it you said? No, the, the way my dad was raised, yeah, he was raised very poor. Um, he, he's American. Um, but um, his family was raised very poor. So if, if you know about Mexican culture and sometimes not having a lot of money, what they'll do is use tortillas. And then they break off the tortilla, and then you use that to to eat delicious Mexican food if you can't afford the silverware. And it's, it's 
kind of where he was at. And that was a similarity I think you saw between the Me- like the Mexican food and the Ethiopian food because you've already drawn the parallel between the Ethiopian food and the Indian food. Yeah. I just brought up the Mexican because I knew when your dad tried it, you were like, oh, I think he'd like this. And if I remember right, he did like it. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, I know like in, in several countries, like in that region, well, like in India and even parts of the Middle East, they'll use bread rather than using silverware and then use that to pick up food. And that's very similar to what Ethiopian food is. So I just kind of want people to know that. Um, it tends to be very fragrant. We'll get into it a little bit more, but you're going to be using your hands. So I don't want hands. it to be a surprise because I've seen people in the restaurants we've been in in <laughs> times where they go, where's the silverware? Hey, and you're like, novice? No. Everybody's a novice at first because even when I went, I was like, oh. When I take people for the first time, I, then they get the bread. It's called injera. What I Injera, sorry. Uh, I, what I tell them is that they're supposed to put it on their face and it'll moisturize and exfoliate oh, them and then they they don't ever do it I've yet to have convinced somebody to actually put the bread on their face although I do motion so I'm going to do it myself so no no so it is a unique experience it and is the bread, the bread we talked about um, Kimberly had talked about you know eating with bread the bread specifically in Jara that I was referring to is a sour fermented flatbread with mm-hmm. uh, it has a slightly spongy texture and traditionally it's made out of a teff flour um, that, do you want to talk about the sponginess of that or I don't mind the sponginess okay if you're somebody who doesn't like texture it may throw you off it is indeed spongy and a little bit sticky because it leaves a little residue on your fingers so what I'm going to suggest especially if you live in a major <laughs> city like we do please wash your hands <laughs> so as soon as you get to the restaurant you go in that restroom and you wash your hands because you don't want to bring any um, sadness into your digestive system and you probably want to wash your hands afterward too although I will say most of the restaurants are very good about giving those little handy wipes, handy wipes. yeah so. definitely but you know it is going to be a hands-on experience so you know it does probably throw some people off at first but um, you get used to it really quickly I'm one of those people who don't like to get my hands dirty so I was kind of like oh but dive in it's worth it it's interesting that she says she's one of those who doesn't like to get her hands dirty because honestly i've seen her at an ethiopian restaurant and she goes to town oh i go to town yeah i could flip my head but i just i don't like getting my fingers or hands underneath my nails anything dirty i'm really weird about that so for me it was it was a little bit difficult at first because i'm like you want me to do what you know because it's just even as a kid i I didn't like doing that so it's kind of (laughs) i know so that's where we went this episode we went ethiopian and i guess for me one of the things when i take i do take a lot of people to ethiopian restaurants when i come to new york one of the things i say to them when we're deciding on restaurants and i'll be like they'll be a tourist and they'll be like oh let's go to the olive garden or let's go to fridays or let's go to applebee's and i'll be like hey do you want something you can only get in new york or a unique experience, I yeah. guess. What and that's why I'm going to preface this Ethiopian episode with a unique experience. It is unique. But that being said, I will say there's been a number of Ethiopian restaurants popping up nationwide since sure. this experience. I had my first one in Chicago. I've had one in New York. I've had one in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I've had one in Washington, D.C., uh, San Francisco. I'm pretty sure I did it. Yes, I did. And so it's interesting to me to see... I, I, when I went to Seattle, that's one of the things I did say on our Seattle episode is like, if I had one more day or had a little bit more time, I would have yeah. gone to the Ethiopian restaurant. It's kind of like on my bucket list or to-do list of sure. things to do in every city I go to, try the Ethiopian restaurants and see how good it is. Yeah, because it's really, it's really starting to pop up even more popping up here, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. But there's a lot more popping up, which I love. So if you go to any major city... You should be able to try this, and I encourage it because I know a lot of people, when they come visit me, have never tried it. I hadn't, and here we are. And I'm a huge fan. And you've taken people as well, have you not? Oh, yeah, I've taken yes. people. Absolutely. So for this episode, what we did, it because uh, unlike Logman House, which is a one-of-a-kind kind of restaurant, and one there's and done. not many across <laughs> the nation of Dungan cuisine, 
we, with Ethiopian cuisine, we had a number of options. And there's a lot of options in New York City. Some we didn't even try. Yep. We went to three Ethiopian restaurants in New York City. And I think the one we're going to talk about first is Mesca, which is at 468 West 47th Street. They do have another one down on McDougal Street called Mesca Rum. But they're of the same family of restaurants. But, Kimberly, do you want to talk a little bit about Mesca? Okay, so Mesca is basically... A- it's pretty much our ride and I. I'm just going to flat out say it. It's the one We're that we've been to. <laughs> we've been to this one so many times. This is where we take people every single time. Because first off, A, it's right in the middle of Midtown. So if you want to see a Broadway show, you know, or whatever, it's, it's right there. It's accessible to everything in Midtown where most tourists are going to want to be. So... Yes, we have been here many times, and and what I like about most Ethiopian places is that um, there's a lot of vegetarian food, so this is actually good, because Noah loves to eat that meat. I do. Me, I do eat fish, some poultry, and I really tend to lean more towards pescatarian, though I do eat poultry, so I'm not going to lie here, but, you know, for you or vegetarians, or, you know, here we go. So... You can order different combinations, and they'll have like a meat combination. And sometimes the meat at Mescum um, has um, has vegetarian stuff though with it, doesn't it? In the Mescum, uh, so yeah. at Mescum they have a thing called a Mescum combo mm-hmm. and a vegetarian combo. Yeah. The vegetarian combo is strictly vegetarian, obviously, but the Mescum combo does have two vegetarian That's dishes in it. So mm-hmm. it's not purely vegetarian; it's a mix. Yeah. But if you're a meat eater, you're probably going to be willing to try some of vegetables. Of course. So we what we do usually is get a vegetarian because again, it, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of lamb and beef there, and I don't eat that ever. <laughs> so um, and then we'll get a vegetarian, and then the meat combo, and you know I, I don't mind it being on the same thing. But you may want to know if you're a vegetarian that you may want it on a separate one because when they bring it to you, it is like all on the same platter unless you tell them not to and they do kind of intermingle so you know you may want to keep it separate if you're a vegetarian but um they bring it out and then we tend to share it and make it a communal thing and we do this pretty much every time every time we go we get the same combo the vegetarian and the meat sometimes we also get the chicken tips special they're special they're special special chicken tips and the thing that i want to bring up as somebody who is not a wine drinker. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm going to bring this up. I'm not a wine drinker, as we know, if you have listened to that episode. Um, yeah, they have honey wine. Tej is what it's called? It is called it Tej, It is called yes. Tej, and it is like a honey mead. It is sweet. It is delicious. Yum. So that's usually what we get. Let me tell you. <laughs> I It just excites me. So... <laughs> Some of the things I always get confused on with the names, because I'm not going to lie, I don't know all the names. But there are two beautiful, yellow, deliciousness, vegetarian dishes. One is spicy, and one is more mild. But they are the yellow ones on the platter that I absolutely adore. And I'm pretty sure one of them is Misa Alecha. It is. It is that. How do you say it again? I'm going to say Alecha. Alecha, but I'm not Alecha. sure I'm right. Like, I, I look, I'm not Ethiopian. I don't speak Ethiopian fluently. I'm not even trying to pretend this. <laughs> no. So, so. so this one is real. I, I love those. But the other one that I love and I have had at every single Ethiopian restaurant I've tried is the collard greens. Let me tell you, it's called Goman. And it is minced collard greens cooked with some delicious onions and garlic. It is simple. It is beautiful. I love collard greens. And I love this dish. 
hands down that and the yellow ones Ooh. oh the other one that i really love obviously you know i love this restaurant or i wouldn't keep going they have <laughs> um they have like shrawat which is um no 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 it's the, it's the miser watt there we go it's not and miser 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 or miser it's m-i-s-e-r <laughs> it's, it's split lentils with garlic onions olive oil and it has like a, a berber sauce is what they call it with ground red pepper and it is spicy so just know some of these most of them are mild but there's some of them that have a secret little kick that'll smack you right upside the head if you don't like a lot of spice i do but they will catch up with you I just freaking love these. I love it. I love it. I love it. The ones that I don't, they do have some other vegetable things here, though. I do want to say. Yes. Whenever Does it you get that collard combo. Greens? No, collard the collard greens, greens I always eat. There's a collard greens with beef, though, too. That one I avoid. But yes. the ones without, I eat. The ones that we don't tend to go for is the one with the string beans. Yeah, yeah. And, and the potatoes and carrots, is it? Yes, but you <laughs> no, know what? cabbage and potatoes and it's the string bean But one. we know we're really hungry and finish anything. And actually, that's something I will say about this. I do enjoy the fact at Mesca when you do a combination platter. Yeah. I mean, generally, if I'm going with one other person, I will probably get... I'll ask them. I'll gauge how hungry yeah, they are yeah. and then I'll make it one or two. What I think this is good is... If you are like kind of hesitant about trying Ethiopian food, it's a good way to try it, to have options, yeah. to see what you like, see what you don't like. And if you don't like something, hey, there's not that too much of it on your plate. And hopefully like, somebody else at the table will eat it. And that's what's interesting <laughs> to me is when you go with people, it's very interesting to see different people like different things. So it's kind yeah. of interesting when you take a newbie to see what their favorite is. Yeah. And so it, it changes, but I will say when it's Camberly and I going, we tend to, even though she likes her vegetables and she tends to... We fight over the, the same ones. It's usually uh, the yellow do. one and the, and that delicious well, spicy one. We don't fight over lamb. So no. there well, are... You, yeah, you usually, get all the meat ones and then you eat all my veggie ones. Well, because there <laughs> are, as a meat eater, there are some vegetarian <laughs> options that I really do enjoy a lot. I will agree with Camberly. The honey wine is great. It turned me on to meat, but I do like Tej specifically. Yeah, so um, good. One thing... I also like, I will say about Mesca versus Mesca, Mesca is the downtown location, whereas Mesca is the one in Hell's Kitchen. I like the ambiance for the foot traffic. You could see people walking through, walking oh, their dogs pretty. through Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. You can see the sun going down a little bit. It's a busy street, but yep. there's a park across the streets yep. and there's a lot of dog walkers. So the ambiance is nice if you get a, a window. We saw Carol King that once. I didn't remember? even know who she was. It was <laughs> we, we saw Carol King. I mean, I mean I she is, we are not being funded by Mesca <laughs> nor Carol King. But apparently she was there. So Wherever she is. I can't but promise anyone that you're going to see any celebrities there on an Enigma night. That should not was. be why you're there. No. But, yeah. I, wait, the one downtown, is it? Mescarum. Mescarum. Is it? On McDougal Street. I know, but where is it? Underground? It's an underground, it is, yes. That's what I heard, is it's underground. So you're not going to get much of a view down there. No, you're not going to get a view, but I would argue I'm not necessarily... It's kind of a, you as a listener. If you're going to someplace for the food itself, the service, the ambiance, I, I don't tend to be one there too much for the ambiance. I tend yeah. to be the kind of guy I'm there for the food. I, I want it to be good. and I want it all. I, I will say that Mesca has consistently delivered for me. Yeah. Um, uh, it has the, 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 I would say it's probably the most consistent. The there was only one period of time, I think, in 2019, if I am to be exact, at the beginning of the year, maybe it was the end of 2018, where it had a slip. No, the <laughs> slip was because of what you had in another place you ate. And remember, that's why you had to stop. Oh no! It was because I think they changed cooks. Right, but that was in I think 2018 into 2019. Ah yes, yes, I do remember it well. That was the only time they ever let us down. I've been back since though. No, it's been great it's since. Fine. It was just that one blip. I'm just putting it out there. 
It happens. All of us have problems here and there. But, I also but think, it is 100% back because we have been several times and it is back, baby. I think part of it is also we visited this place so many times that when we're reviewing it, it's kind of like, okay. We could tell it was a different cook. We, we could tell it was a different where cook. where it was supposed to be. So but that, that was one time out of what? 60? But the 70? fact that we could tell it's a different cook is kind of like a review in itself. It basically says we've been there enough times mm-hmm. that we're like... Mm, this doesn't taste exactly right. Mm, raising the finger. Exactly. So. And and I will say with the decor, this place does tend to be a little bit more bare bones. You know, it's very simple. There's some Ethiopian art up there, African art up there. It's very simple. They'll, you know, play sometimes jazz, sometimes more um, Ethiopian, I suspect, music. But it, it it's just a very simple layout. I will also say you won't need to feel rushed there. I, I don't no. know that I've ever felt rushed there. I mean, if you're the kind of person who's either a tourist on a tight schedule yep. or a New Yorker who's like, I gotta go, 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 go. Uh, I, I don't know that they quote-unquote rush you out to flip a table. That's not what they're about per se, but I appreciate part of me appreciates that, part of me may not depending if I'm trying to see a show or something. Yeah, I and, will say they do tend to be a little bit slower with that. And I think it's just, it's kind of like the European kind of way of doing it, so I don't want to like make it seem like that's a bad thing. In Europe, they're never going to kick you out of a seat. They're just not, you know, unless they're closing. It's pretty much... Just, and even then, it's questionable. Right. They tend to... <laughs> people stay there for hours. They don't care. And it's the same kind of feel in Mesca is you're going to be sitting there for a while. Of course, you can flag them down. They'll bring it to you immediately, but don't expect for it to happen immediately. That's something you're going to kind of have to ask for, which some people like, some people don't. So there you go. Indeed. So the second restaurant we tried was at the re- a recommendation of a friend of ours who really... Um, enjoys really this place. loves it, yeah. And so this n- next place we tried is also in Manhattan, and also the Hell's Kitchen area. It's literally around the corner mm-hmm. from Mesca. It's called Queen of Sheba, and it's at 650 10th Avenue. So that was another place we tried. What would you like to say about Queen of Sheba? Queen of Sheba. So it's interesting. You either have the Mesca crowd or the Queen of Sheba crowd, is what <laughs> I've kind of realized. Uh, with people there are other eat. ones out there, though. No, there definitely are, but I mean, of the people that I know, there tends <laughs> to be... The, the two like teams it's, it's like the strange. Yankees versus the Mets <laughs> or the Giants it's, versus it's the Jets so kind weird. of thing it is so we were like you know what I think Mesca one night was filled and we didn't want to wait we were hungry so we went around the corner to Queen of Sheba and we're like let's try it I've and been there more than once though so yeah I've only been there once I've been there more than once so this so. is where we're going to need your expertise mine oh mine because oh, okay. basically it is underground so you go under- no no Oh, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, maybe no, no. it was where we were seated because we were seated in Georgia. It was a little bit dark. We were we oh, were yes. all we the back. were all, the, all back. the way to the back, and I will say it's a little bit more crowded, a little bit more dark than um, Mesca as far as the lighting and the ambiance, and it, maybe it just started off a little bit rough for me because they put us right next to the bathroom. Um, I was trying to avoid that that fact, but I love your honesty. No, right I'm going to be honest, you and, are, and that's yes. not the seat that most people want, and I get it. Um, but we were like, okay. Well, it's uh, interesting because um, if you go into Queen of Sheba and you go on the left hand side, yep. they have these fancy, fancy chairs. Like, they, yeah, they, like, they, it seemed cultural and like ethnic, and like. And ooh. that's what I liked about Queen of Sheba was I feel like they dived in a little bit more with setting it up with a little bit more ambiance and care to follow the culture a little bit more, which I like. A little bit too dark for me only because I like to be able to see what's going on in the restaurant and around me to make sure it's clean. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. I That's just, just don't where she like comes from. dark ambiance, you know. I know if I'm in a nightclub and stuff's oh. happening and it's dark, there's nasty stuff. But if you're so. looking to go out on a date, I want it dark. Especially I want it if dark. it's a blind date. Well, no, or, well. <laughs> Maybe there, <not. laughs> Actually, so a restaurant I'm very familiar with, at one point there was a list, a top ten list of the restaurants to go to to have an affair in New York City. 
Oh, and wow. then it wasn't it wasn't Queen of Sheba. I was so going to say I don't think Ethiopian food would be it. It's very fragrant. Um, it is, and it, it has is. a lot of beans. But so the I don't know if that's good for a first date. Okay, look, the restaurant <laughs> that was named I worked at, and they actually said they actually said the barely existent wait staff won't even notice if you're macking in the corner or whatever yeah. the wording was. The point of the story is you want certain darkness if you're there for a certain purpose. But that Besides would be food. a bad first date because like I said you're oh, eating no, a an lot affair. of they never said first date they said okay affair. but if you're having an affair you don't want to be eating lentils and fragrant food that may make you a little bit gassy what about the honey wine oh well I love the honey wine I so if you're having an affair a bottle of the honey wine might do you just fine oh no that, let me just tell you Ethiopian food stays with you in that okay it, here we go it, no no it stays with you she's not wrong. it's very fragrant wrong. it's extremely so if you don't if you like bland food and there's nothing wrong with that some people like bland food some people like simple food with not a lot of spice like french food is flavorable in a different way but it's a delicate flavor. i think what's your order though because that that cabbage dish we're talking about and yeah. that dish, i don't think that's overwhelming i don't but i think the majority of it tends to be a little bit more fragrant and there's nothing wrong with that i love that i live for that so right i guess if for you're me, on the first date you're gonna be well i guess i argue that a little bit because i feel as though if that's your concern that you don't want something too fragrant and you don't want something too flavorful you could always ask for your guidance of the man i feel like there yeah, are no, some absolutely it's just for an affair i would not recommend ethiopia well that and I, <laughs> well because we're talking about dimly lit <laughs> and i'm basically saying we're giving cheaters advice i don't don't do it it could be a first date <laughs> and a bottle i'm sorry a bottle of that honey wine on a first date is a good first date for me there you go. It's not for you? I'm uh, shocked. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, you went back. It was dimly lit. So it was dimly lit. We were next yes. to the restroom. We did the regular vegetarian combo that's, you know, uh, vegetarian combo and the meat combo. We did the same mm, thing. No, they don't have that option. They don't? They, no, they have one that totally is... totally messing this one that, up. No, no, no. There's one that's purely vegetarian, and they have meat and vegetarian, but you couldn't get a purely meat combo. Oh, okay. Whereas, so I remember we had a vegetarian combo, because that's all I ever eat. I was thinking right. only of myself. And I, I'll, as the meat eater, what I will say is at Queen of Sheba, based on, and I literally just looked at their menu online before we recorded this, yep. is they will let you do a meat and vegetarian mix, and they'll let you do a vegetarian one, but if you want just meat... That's not going to be a combo. Uh, That's not how it's going to okay, go down. Okay. So as a meat eater, sometimes I just let it go. And with Ethiopian, I'm fine. As Kimberly has said, yeah. I, I'll be digging into her vegetarian stuff. Yeah. I may have gone vegetarian. I think I convinced you to do the... Oh, well, I'm sorry. I've been there more than once. So I know at least once I've had the vegetarian combo and had no meat. Oh, well, I had the vegetarian. I always do. So, so for me, that's why I was being selfish. So then because it's I remember the vegetarian combo because that's what I eat. Um, and so they bring it out, you know... Um, uh, so he here's my thing um it was a little bit greasy for me um i felt like it was a uh, very oily more so than i'm used to of course there's going to be some oil in it the injara will soak up that deliciousness and then if you are still hungry you can eat that injara at the end and have the beautiful flavor of the oils in it basically the reason i'm specifying what Campbell is saying a little bit more is the it comes the dish you order the combination or whatever you order comes on a bed of injara yeah. So therefore, she's saying if you don't get filled up enough by the... They provide you thinjara on the side to actually do the dipping process, much like a tortilla or however you want right, to think of it. Right, right. If you run out and you're still hungry, you can eat the injara underneath that has seeped up some of the juices. Right. Sop and, it up. And, and, you can sop it up. And in case people don't know, I mean, I think I've explained it, but it's basically like not pate, but that kind of consistency put in a pile. So, and so it soaks it up. And I just felt that uh, Queen of Sheba was a little bit more um, oily than mm -hmm. I am accustomed to with e Ethiopian food. Um, 
there were some issues in the establishment the night we went, so I don't want to judge it. Maybe I will try it again. But um, there were some issues with um, some smells from the back room. I don't know if it was the restroom. I know one of the couples next to us asked to be moved. Um, I wish we had been asked to move because it was a little bit um, not what you want when you're in a restaurant. I'm, I'm just going to be flat out honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know where the smell is coming from. I don't know if there was drainage issues with the restroom, but um, that really kind of killed the mood for me. And I just don't feel that um, it lived up to Mesca. But I would give it another shot, but maybe it was a bad evening. I don't know. But um, also there was an issue when we tried to split the check where they wouldn't split the check. And um, so it just wasn't the best experience for me but but for you because you've been there twice how was it as far as the meat dish and i'm actually going to correct myself they do have a vegetarian combo and a meat combo okay. they do have that okay. so I, I i double checked that i just didn't read the actual ingredients in both um but i do know one time i went for vegetarian um sorry your question again was what so because you've been to both yes uh, the ones listed as far as the meat dishes how did you feel one fared over the other i mean in your opinion Mm, I'm. It's hard for me because I don't feel I'm fully impartial. I feel like part of me is wooed in by ambiance. Part of me is wooed in by mesca because I've been there so many times. But the meat, they all, they both have their pluses and they both have their minuses. Mm-hmm. The oil issue you had didn't didn't bug me per se. Okay. Um, the separating check thing I thought was weird, but I get over it. And I just moved along quickly. And, and that I, just could have been the weight person of that night that could could not be maybe it's not normal for the place i do want to put that out may have just been the person we were dealing with right so i i I think part of me is nostalgic and i think part of me is because you never forget your first yep and yeah i'm not in chicago which was my first experience with ethiopian cuisine but the one i've gone to first in new york city was mesca i think that that might be coloring me a little bit um, I don't know that I felt that the quality between on the meat products between the two establishments were that disparate mm-hmm. that I would say, oh yeah, go this one over that one or go that one over this one. Yeah. Uh, I think that the ambiance was more of a deciding factor for me than the actual quality of food was. Yeah. If that makes sense? Yep. No, that, that totally makes sense. I, um... And I'm not a big ambiance guy. So basically what I'm saying is they're pretty close as you said, there's people, it's like the Jets-Giants debate. It, it's some people favor one or the other. I, I don't know that I would choose one over the other based on, if I had a blind test taste, I don't know that I'd say one is that much better than the other. Okay. Fair? <laughs> yes. Do you disagree? Or why, why are you saying I would that? disagree. Okay. <laughs> would and that's based on the vegetarian said, things only? Yes. Based only on the vegetarian. Is it because of the oil? Um, yes, I felt okay. like it just, uh, the quality to me wasn't as, as great as Mesca. Uh, I felt like it wasn't prepared as well because there was too much oil and just some issues going on, uh, stench-wise was not ideal for me and but, it just made me worry about certain things. And I, I think though... For for you, you only have the one experience. I think it may depend on the night as well. No, absolutely, and I'm willing to say that. I'm 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 willing to go back once everything passes. Goodbye, you know this pandemic. Then I will give it another shot, and I will apologize profusely if they prove me wrong. Yeah, well, if I were being nitpicky, I would say sometimes oh, I'm going to say the word moist. There were some dishes that I felt that were on the vegetarian end of the mm-hmm. spectrum. You mentioned the oil. I felt like some of them, um, the yellow one that yeah. we do enjoy. I yeah. felt it wasn't as moist there. Yes. So, and that's just okay. me. I like moisture. So that why when you say, oh, it's more oily, uh, I don't know that it always was. It okay. wasn't necessarily as consistent. Yeah. 
Fair enough. That makes sense. Okay. Cool. And then the third one, the third Ethiopian restaurant we chose to visit was here in Brooklyn. Yes. It's at 348 Douglas Street and it's called Gannett. Gannett's Brooklyn. And that was one we have actually, I have, I have been to at least twice. I've been there during twice. This, during this lockdown even. Oh. So yeah. I've been there at least three, four times. I've been there a number of times. Yeah. So I'm familiar with this one. So actually I've been to all three of the restaurants we're talking about in this episode more on more than two occasions. So, how did you feel about Gannett? Um, Gannett, you know, um, Gannett, I've been there twice. Once was a couple years ago, and then more recent. I, I will say this. I think there has been a change in it, though, mm-hmm. as far as um, the cook. Because it has changed a little mm-hmm. bit. Even the menu has changed a little bit from what it originally was, from what I understand. Do you think that's because of the cook or because of coronavirus? Um, doing research, uh, it looks like it just changed hands, okay. ownership. And so it has changed a little bit. If you were there and you're in Brooklyn a couple years ago, just know it's changed. And some of the more traditional dishes from Ethiopia have been removed um, because they can be very time consuming. And so that's one of the reasons why, um, from what I understand from some of what people have said when they spoke to the staff. Um, That being said, uh, they do have a vegetarian combo, which I end up ordering. What I will say about this is that you only get to order four. And that mm. would be the only downside if you get the combination platter. Right, but you can do it for more than one person. Yes, you can do it for more than one person. So if you did it for two people, you get eight. Yeah, which, and then isn't, you can share. which isn't horrible. I'm just used to, of course, Mesca where, you know, there's several put there. So you get to try a wide assortment. But that being said, because you get four for the one person, the serving sizes were bigger. So there you go. Um, I pretty much got, it was vegetarian. So I got vegetarian dishes. Again, I got the Goman, which is the collard greens. So freaking delicious. A dish that I didn't know that I needed, but apparently I do, is called In in Good Day Tibs. And it's basically mushrooms. And you remember me eating that going, this is the most delicious thing. I was sitting there going, this is the most delicious thing. I have eaten it. You've been on a big mushroom cake. I haven't, but it was so darn good. But to be fair, you've always liked mushrooms. I do love mushrooms, but oh, the flavor. Did I even taste it? You didn't, and you should have, because you don't really care for mushrooms like I do. Well, I'm, I'm okay with them, but she loves them. Okay, mushrooms absorb everything. You know, well, not always, but you, but you have to have strong spices to make them go yum, yum, yum. Crack. And they just, I don't know what they put with that. Crack. Yeah, mushrooms, was the mushrooms so got good. crack. No, I'm just, kidding. I'm it was, kidding. It was these mild, beautiful spices just mixed with the mushrooms, and it was so darn good. Then I got the shiro alecha. I can't, I'm saying it wrong. I'm Alecha, sorry. I think. Alecha, mild bean dish, delicately flavored herb sauce, and then the miserwatt, lentils cooked slowly in flavor. Again, that Berber sauce with the blend of spice. It's spicy. And I loved it. And it was spicy. And I loved it. And I will say that um, it, can, it tends to be a little bit more juicier. And the difference between that and Queen of Sheba was I felt it was more oil with Queen of Sheba the one time I went. To be fair, with Gannett, I feel like there was just more moisture to it in general, which isn't a bad thing, actually. Um, it just tended to have more sauce and not in a bad way, in a delicious way. I, I, I just, I loved it. I loved it. So uh, this is the one. I'm sorry. I, I was actually unfair, I feel, to Queen of Sheba because I, I misrepresented or misremembered what their uh, options were for meat eaters as far as combination platters. Mm-hmm. Cafe Gannett or Gannett in Brooklyn is that's the one that was hard for me as a meat eater. And the reason why is their combination platter, and, and it can't really will back me yep. up on this, you need to commit to being vegetarian. You can't get a combo with four different meat platters. I don't know if it's a price point thing. I don't know if it's a choice thing as far as the establishment yep. goes. But the bottom line is, if you want meat, you got to commit to meat. And you just get yeah. one. Unless you're going to 
pony up. That being said, the meat you do choose, you're going to get a decent amount of portion. And they did add uh, some on the side, some of the yellow, uh, one of the yellow dishes on the side. They gave me enough with my meat that I had. Uh, I did have some vegetarian to balance sure. it out. So they do give you a decent portion size, but it's not like at Queen of Sheba or Mesca. If you're a meat eater, you can like dibble and dabble and try a bunch of things. Yeah. So that being said, I needed to commit. And I committed to Yebek Tibbs, which are which is lamb. I'm a sucker for lamb. I went with it. I also in the more recent visits I've had there, I've had sambusa. And I you can choose what's in it and I had lentils put it in. It kinda reminded me of roti and I actually enjoyed it a lot. Uh, so I just want to give that disclaimer on Queen of Sheba. Did I the quality was good. The yeah. the lamb I will say of the Ethiopian restaurants I've been to, because I'm, again, big in the lamb, I might say it was the most well-prepared lamb I've had at any of the three Ethiopian restaurants we're talking about in this episode. Mm-hmm. So that's a good good on you, Gannett. Yeah. They did a very good job with that. I enjoyed it. And I've obviously been back at least twice during coronavirus. I, part of it is I do want to support local businesses, but part sure. of it is... Sometimes I have a hankering for it. I don't want to go to Manhattan. And honestly, the quality, I would argue, may be just as good as you can get in Manhattan. Um, this is what I will say, having done some research. And I, I did love it. Um, some people who uh, have a background in Ethiopian food have said that it isn't as traditional as some of the, of the other ones. It used to be, but then it changed ownership. And that's okay. They said um, it's sometimes not as traditional. And I am actually okay with that. Because I feel like that's something you can dive into elsewhere it's a nice introduction um if you are somebody who really knows ethiopian food some of the they said the vegetarian dishes tend to be a little bit more authentic the meat dishes a little less again that doesn't mean it's still delicious i don't care it just may be a nice introduction in comparison to somewhere like i feel like the one that's most authentic to me was actually the one in portland oregon yes I felt like and i was actually going to ask you about yes. that one because yeah. they had chicken on the bone and Kimberly's not big oh, on having yeah, chicken on the bone yeah. and they had like a hard-boiled egg on there which is it, standard for like dora watt yeah and it yeah. was part of the combo platter yeah and so it was to, very traditional to have a chicken leg there on the combo platter was a little bit like wait what okay for, it was just different for us because well, we're even used to with mesca they do that though they'll bring out a full fish the full fish, like the full well, fish. Right, but our experiences have been that. Yeah. In that we tend to go towards something that's uh, more conducive to sharing yeah. or communal yeah. eating. The whole fish we have in order just because, I don't know. Well, I've seen gonna... people pick that apart. I can't do it. So, I yeah, we haven't wait. committed to that. <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, but I guess the reason why I bring that up as far as the one in Portland, Oregon, is mm-hmm. because when we had that sampler platter, they gave the chicken leg there <laughs> as part of it. And that's something I have not seen it. Uh, maybe in Chicago, but that's going back too far. Yeah, I yeah, remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, as you say, traditional in Portland. Yeah, and I, I tend and, to agree with you. And, and so it depends what you're looking for. So what I'm saying is, Gannett, I really love it. So, I, you know, I, I thought it was really good. But just know that if you're a traditionalist, it may be like, hmm, to you. But if you're diving into, you know, Ethiopian food, it'll give you a nice look at um, the flavor profiles and how it's done. And honestly... I really liked it. I really loved it a lot and walked away quite happy, actually. Um, it was delicious. I, I really feel like it It was just good. Did that you have honey wine that night? Did you I did tash? not. Okay. I did not. No. I, I just asked because I, I don't necessarily remember. No, I did not. But okay. I really enjoyed okay. that one. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. So I guess are are we going to pick our favorite or recommendation? Or are we doing before we do? Yeah, yeah, I just want to say? say a few more thoughts on Ethiopian food. Go ahead, please. Do um, so it's kind of a specialized food. So what I've learned living in New York City, the more specialized something is, sometimes the higher the price is. Like Korean, oh, okay. like Korean food in New York City is really expensive for the most part. Which if you've been to Korea, as I have. It's cheap as hell. <laughs> so it's not, I mean, depending what you order, like if you're ordering like pork from Korea, in Korea it's expensive, pork belly. But it is a little bit higher priced, especially when it first comes out. I think people are shocked at the portion size because they're, they're like, what is this? It's, but it's filling. But it, exactly. I, and I think that Canada's going to go there. It's the injara. I think we talked about this and I think we think it, it, it like grows in your belly. It like, does. It's heavy. And the thing is, you might be shocked when it come out and it comes out and you're like, okay, this is not going to fill me up. And then you eat it and then you're like, I'm just done. Like half the time I'm like halfway through, I'm like, I can't eat anymore. I am done. Oh, and yeah. we will show pictures on Instagram and our Facebook page because we want people to see what it looks like. Or of course you could do a Google search. You do whatever to see what we're talking about. But and it you didn't is finish deceptively yeah. it did filling. Mm-hmm. And the one at Gannett, I ended up taking part of it home because I was like, oh, this isn't a lot. And then when you start eating it, you're like, oh, this is a lot. <laughs> so just know it's deceptive. And also if you're drinking wine or drinking water with the Jara, it is going to get bigger in your tummy and um, it, it will fill you up for a while. Yeah, so, but for some people, it may be like, oh, this is kind of expensive. Know that it's very specialized. Know that you will not be hungry when you leave. Who are these people? Okay. No, I know some people who are took their way. Is this going to feed us all? I'm like, yeah. Oh, see, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I think it's expensive, but maybe it's because I... I'm sorry. I'm not impartial. I love Ethiopian food. It's yeah. one of my favorite cuisines. Um, yeah. If I moved to, oh gosh, I don't know, the middle of Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. I was, we're, we're living in a certain cities, I may not have access to it. So I, I agree. I appreciate I agree. having access to it because I love it that much. It's, I miss it. It's, it's one of my favorite cuisines too, and actually because I missed it so much because we're. So- not close enough to them um i I, once everything opens up again i actually want to bounce around try all the different ones because there's some in harlem williamsburg williamsburg (laughs) there's one in the east village that have gotten higher reviews than the ones that we visited not and these ones have gotten decent reviews it's just we i'm excited yeah i want to eat some of that and and that's one of the things i mentioned when i if i were to ever move to some random city i would miss not only the fact that we have access to ethiopian food but that we have an access to a number of Ethiopian restaurants. Yeah. We don't just have three. We uh, there's I like I'd have twenty to, of them on there at least fifteen twenty. It's it's crazy and and in a beautiful crazy. in a beautiful way. Yeah, yeah. Because if I ever moved, um, I'd have to be close enough to a city where I can get it or make it myself. And I don't know if I would have the capability of doing it with as much love. But get it, you need more than one Ethiopian restaurant because I don't think you can bank on just one. No, you cannot. With most foods in life, no. you cannot bank in just one. You cannot. So the question you yes, asked, I asked you. Oh, was that the <laughs> My favorite? Yeah, well, yeah, which is which got <laughs> okay. the Camberley so, stamp of approval. The stamp like. of approval. I think we know the Queen of Sheba, and I and I hate being mean to it. Is out of the running, and I and I want to be fair. That could have been an off night, so I will put that out there in the universe, and I would give it another shot because I never judge people for first impressions because they can be very deceptive and people have bad days so queen of sheba i'm gonna set you aside you're not in the running we didn't have the first the best first meeting but you can compete again next year 
Exactly. You know what? We'll, we'll meet up again next year and hope we'll to see have a better doing. second date, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. So, you know what? <laughs> we in a dimly, a dimly lit Exactly. Room. I will have my Tej wine ready and we, we shall try this again. I'll ask to be seated up front. So, <laughs> I will say, and maybe like you said, you always remember the first time. Yeah. Let me tell you, I struggle with this because Gannett almost did knock it out because of that mushroom and the collard dish uh-huh, almost uh-huh. knocked it the hell out. Because I will say, Gannett, their their collard dish is a little bit juicier than Mesca. Yeah, yeah. But Mesca, I think, because... Because... I, here's why. I yeah. love their combo veggie combo dish. Yeah, yeah. You get so many different things to try. And though they're smaller portions, I like the fact that I get several um, you profiles. You like the But what... I don't like is that they put certain ones like the cabbage and potato one in there that I never eat. So you can't pick and choose which ones you want. I usually end up eating it. Oh, so you do like that basically about That's Gannett what I like choose. about Gannett is mm-hmm. that I get to choose my four. I don't get to try as many different profiles, but I get to choose four solid team members that I know we're going to go to the World Series with. Okay, this is my team. We're going to do this. But, you know, and that's what I like about Gannett. It almost, for a second, it almost said Mesca. Get out of here. But it didn't because in the end, I, I maybe it's sentimental reasons. I don't know. I always go back. Even when the one time we went and it wasn't perfect after all those times that I'd been, I went back. I'll always go back. I just, it's my first love. I see. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh wow. I'm going to disagree with you. I know this oh, is shocking. This actually shocks you. Oh no. It actually shocks me. <laughs> Gannett is getting my stamp of approval right now mm. and it's it's not even the Brooklyn thing it's that I'm a sucker for lamb and yeah. they did it so well it their yeah. their sambosa sambo, sambusa sorry were very good uh their service the service I've never had bad service at any of the Ethiopian no but so I will I say with Gannett just because we did say with that and I felt this with Queen of Sheba as well it's a little bit slower paced True. I feel like Gannett and it may be just because um, with COVID going on there's limited seating and people are struggling to keep their stores afloat they do try to flip the tables faster but again they have limited space so i understand it and i'm not mad about it right so just know that and it may even be like that back in manhattan too i don't know what's happening so i i I, i'm leaning toward gannett and i guess the reason why is i felt that the quality it might be because i haven't been to mesca in a while but i feel the quality of of the actual lamb product was so well done and so flavorful and i inhaled it it was really good I, i I, 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 it's, it's a tight race. It's like, this is like Sophie's choice of the, up in here. You're oh. asking me to choose between my children. I do love Mesca. I do. But, and it was, it was hard actually because as a meat eater, I, I didn't like not having combination. But then once you force me to choose one, I get more of it. And if it's done well, I'm not mad about it. Huh? If, if it's done well, I can commit to one thing. Like, I'm sorry, at Mesca, those special, special, I'm sorry, special chicken tits. Yep. Could you have a plate full of that and that's it? Yeah, I don't know how authentic it is, but yeah, I'd eat it. Exactly, and that could be your meal, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right, and that's, <laughs> I guess, my point, is that when you do something well, I don't need a variety of things, because at... And that's what I will say about Mesca. If I were taking a tourist or somebody who was, like, on the fence and saying, oh, I don't know about Ethiopian food, oh, do I want to try it? No. Then I would recommend Mesca, hands down. Yeah. But if you're somebody who likes it and, and is willing to commit wholeheartedly to something and not need to, quote-unquote, try it I'm out... Not into that. 
what? My Committee? Gemini rising, just oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we differ. Because I'm, I'm Sagittarius moon, or like, don't commit ever. But if it's done really well, if it's I done really well, no, maybe. You may not look around, you may not shop around, you may not need the dimly lit room. That may be the end of, it, of my wandering days. You, you won't need an affair, you won't need dimly lit rooms. Well, rooms. I wouldn't do that anyway. Exactly. You're a lady. But, <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. We're not judging. Judge no, we don't yourself. judge that. No, Everybody lives their life. There's no judgment here. This is a safe zone. We're, that's we're what the to-do list is, is a safe zone. Just be kind to people. Okay? So, um, yes. So, basically, I, I, I give my stamp of approval to Gannett. Oh. If you're a tourist, I would say Mesca might be more up, up your alley because you have variety. And I, I have taken a number of tourists and it, it's kind of interesting it, interesting to see the re- reactions and see how varied they are. I am so shocked by I, this. I, I didn't see this It coming. was hard. It was hard. It, it was it, hard. Gannett kind of like it, it almost upset, it almost toppled my faith. It did. But in the end I stayed true. And that's okay. I you mean, said those mushrooms were good. Those damn mushrooms and collards were so damn So do you think they juicy. have mushrooms? I guess you're going to have to look at that. I'm going to have to look. I'm going to see because that's going to be the big game changer for That'll me. Be the game it really changer. is. But so yeah, so <laughs> yeah. we our whole goal is to try more of them. But I just want to say, you know, on our beautiful journey of, of, of delicious international foods, you know, we want to what we want to do if, if you didn't listen to the um, Dungan episode is eventually when everything opens up again, we were going to draw out of a hat and try things that way but we have to be a little bit more cautious because we're not moving around that subway because it's dirty but so, that hat is ready i wrote them all ready, out. Oh, so we're still going to be trying some food but it just won't be the drawing out of the hat but i just want to say look if you haven't had ethiopian food don't be afraid make the jump go ahead we actually took someone there once I'm going to be honest. They didn't care for it. No, she did not. McDonald's, I think the same person, right? Yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McDonald's, she wanted McDonald's afterwards, which broke my heart a little bit. But you know what? It's her right. And it was right around the corner. And there was more for us. We didn't make her pay. So in the end, <laughs> it's like, so what? You try it. Go with some friends who like it. Even if they don't, just all try it together. Somebody's going to like it. Somebody's going to eat it. They can take it home. You can always go around the corner and get some Burger King or something if you want. But give it a try. I just, I, Honestly, I never would have thought of trying it. And once I did, it became one of my favorite cuisines. And, and that's kind of why we're, we're doing this series is to test it out and for to encourage you to do it. So even if you're in a small town or whatever, when you travel around to a bigger city in your state, live you, a little. You, you, you go find it. Do some research and try it. Live a little. Exactly. Give it a whirl. Try Give it, it once. a whirl and get that. If you're a drinker, touch. Oh, actually, what's interesting actually is <laughs> I'm out my sister on this one. So my sister, I took her. She, I, I can't say she enjoyed it, but she said she liked the beer. She said, thank goodness for the beer. They have because Ethiopian beer there? They, they have beer there. Yes. At Masque. Yes. And it's Ethiopian? I think Friend? it is. Oh. I, I, that I'd have to remember that part there of the story. There you go. But my point is, I'm outing my sister in that one. She did not enjoy it that much. So then afterwards, I took her to Ben and Jerry's. Because, and she said, thank God for the Ben and Jerry's. Because, look, I love it. She tried some. But we will Good say for that. Her. She tried. She tried. She showed up. And, and honestly, you'll never know whether or not you like something if you're in the world. Because honestly... I don't know that Camberley and I would have had Dungan food were it not for this podcast. No. And now we've had it like two, three, four times since. We've so. had it so many times. And you know what? She knocked it off her to-do list. And I respect the fact that she tried it. So it, it doesn't hurt you. You try it, you love it, or you don't. And you move on with life. But you can say, yeah, I tried that once. And, you know, say whatever you want to. And remember, liquor's always on your side. You're a drinker. <laughs> so order some of that and that'll get you through while the rest of the people eat it. That's how I've lived my life thus far and it's done me well. Liquor will always get you through. In a dimly lit room. <laughs> on a first date with Ethiopian food. Yes, it will. Liquor I just will want that through. tattooed on my ass. <laughs> oh, we went there. Wow, wow. I don't. 
on that note, we encourage you to go out there and give more cuisines a whirl. I, I actually, I will say, I am so glad I've had Ethiopian food. It's become one of my favorites. And if I had never have tried it, I never would have known my love for it. And so. part of it's become kind of a comfort food. It really yeah, has, it especially during this time where you're kind of just sad and like, what's happening? Not only that. Gave up a year of my life. Thanks, COVID. Oh. I had freaking blueprint and I had Gannett. Ethiopian food. Well, and I will I just say, my Korean food, I, I love the Ethiopian so much. I've done it on my birthday sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> live your life as an exclamation, not an explanation.